Hello and welcome to 12 Weeks, a weekly podcast where two friends, Haider, that's me, and Abdul Mahsin, keep each other accountable for the goals we want to achieve, projects we want to complete, and habits we want to develop. Why 12 weeks? Because one year is too long and 30 days is too short for meaningful change. In 12 weeks, we can write books, launch businesses, or lose a good chunk of weight. We share tips and tricks as well as discuss our struggles and celebrate our successes. Listen in for a dose of learning and inspiration. Hello. Hi. Hi, Abdul Mahsan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, great. So far, so good. Nice, nice. Sounds good. So I was trying to uh, record this from my laptop. Uh, yeah. Because I have the, these fancy uh, over-ear headphones, uh, which have a mic. Uh, but they connect via AUX, and my iPhone doesn't have AUX. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that, that, um, that didn't I work. I think um, uh, a product hunt recently uh, released like um, a report on uh, different uh, podcasting startups and tools to use, things like that. So I'd like to check it out just to see if there's like a better alternative to recording. Ah, to recording? What do you mean? So if you want to use your laptop, remember we did like a mini... Uh, search for another tool mm-hmm. so we can yeah. record like uh, we, we can record separately so then the editing becomes easier mm-hmm. yeah uh, but uh, there might be another tool like just for us to record using the laptop mm. especially if you want to use um, if you want to use uh, a uh, like a external microphone mm-hmm. rather than record from the like iPhone itself I see I see uh, Although, by the way, last uh, the last uh, call, we recorded it, or I recorded on uh, uh, the laptop, uh, and uh, I think it was of lower quality than recording with the iPhone. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Were you using the same mic? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that. Uh, like, no, uh, the iPhone is the iPhone's mic, and then uh, the laptop is the laptop's mic. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. I understand. Yeah. I thought you were using like a, a some sort of external no, mic. No, yeah. no, no. I see, I see. Anyways. Okay. So I'm really looking forward to your uh, update Ooh. on the table tray okay before we get into that um i don't know why i I, i'm interested to know uh you use an iphone right yep did you um like did you check out the keynote apple's keynote the new products they came up with Uh, i just looked at highlights and i wasn't interested in much no okay i see Mm, i see that um okay so uh, I too had that first impression, and uh, any okay, nothing new, not worth the update. I have a an iPhone ten, um, okay. So it's a two year old phone, uh, because I think they came up uh, came out with the ten S last year. Anyways, oh um, wow, yeah, I'm I, on I, the iPhone seven. 
Oh, impressive. So you have an, a physical home button, right? Yes. Ah, okay. Okay. Old generation. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Do you they feel ha- like you stepped in like a time machine? <laughs> uh, kind of. Kind <laughs> of. Just because there was a huge jump between when they, uh, like between the seven and then the, was there an eight? There was an eight. No? Or did they yeah, jump to ten? Was... No, no, there was an eight and then... And then there was a ten. Like it didn't do so well, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, got it. No, because there was a there was a considerable change when they switched to no physical home button. Uh, so I had expected okay, yes. most people to at least make that that switch, but I I guess not. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm a caveman. Yes. Okay, okay. So then I guess what I'm about to say might sound a bit too greedy, but uh, I'm actually considering uh, upgrading to an iPhone 11 Pro Max. Um, and, and, and I understand there isn't a big change between like the 10 and the 11 or, or any, uh, between the two models, but, uh, I've never had, uh, the, um, sort of, um, bigger screen phone. Uh, you know, I always oh, okay. opt for the regular sized uh, screens. No, yeah, I'm, I'm using an iPhone, uh, seven plus actually. Ah, okay. With the bigger screen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why. But, yeah. Uh, uh, to be honest, I think my next phone is going to be an Android phone. Oh. I've not decided on which, but uh, like there are so many restrictions when it comes to iPhone, like uh, frustrating uh, functionality. Mm. Uh, my biggest one is like whenever I'm doing something, I'm interrupted uh, by a phone call. I see. It, it doesn't just appear at the top. Like, it's not telling me that I'm having a call. It's telling me this call is more important than whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. So I, I term this disrespectful design. Mm. And uh, mm-hmm. I think I would go for, like, a Huawei or something. I see, I see. No, yeah. You see, usually, okay, without without going too deep into this, but usually we have these... Into the politics of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because... Uh... This is like discussing religion, by the way. Exactly. Like we're, we're, exactly. We're entering dangerous territory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I but... I hope we don't lose our friendship. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'm not a crazy, like, Apple fanboy. Okay, maybe a little bit. But see, any, uh, some of the arguments that... Uh, the Android folk make, um, yeah. uh, like they stand by it no matter what you what you uh, reply. Uh, but um, what you just mentioned is yeah is is, is kind of a biggie. Um, yeah. yeah, you can't you can't ignore this. Anyways, anyways, yeah. anyways. But yeah, uh, yeah. Back back to back okay, to one base. One base. That's the Back new name. One base. That's that's the that's... new name. Um, yeah. Uh, here's the funny thing. So uh, I already explained that we went from Taubla to Trey. Yeah. Uh, and now one base. Uh, and yani, a product that hasn't oh, launched. Sorry, at... uh, Abdul Mahsin. Yeah. Sorry. Just to recap. Um, since our last call. Yes. Uh, and and during the last call, you were. Uh, contemplating changing the name and there is another uh, thing that you are going to work on which is uh, having the designers I believe uh, visit from Korea yep 
Okay, so there are two updates. Okay, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Yes, so one day. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so, so, so it's funny because this product hasn't launched yet and it has already gone through three name changes. Uh, and anybody, any, anybody that knows about the three names that I've gone through is like, just forget about the name, just launch the thing, you know? <laughs> I'm, obsessing, yeah. I'm obsessing over the name. No, but uh, the funny thing is, uh, when we went from uh, when when I when I called it Tabla at the very very beginning, everybody everybody I know uh, hated the name. Then when we moved to Trey, okay. okay then when we moved to Trey, uh, everybody said that actually Tabla kind of was, was kind of good, you know, it was kind of uh, a good name. Um, so interesting. Yeah, exactly. But then now when I when I'm like okay we're switching to one base and uh, the reason I'm switching to one base is because of many people are mispronouncing tray as tree okay um, and I don't want to intimidate people with the, with the naming um, which is why I wanted to change from tray now when I when when I when I switch to one base uh, you know the the first comment is just focus on the product, forget the naming. And then the second comment is, you know, out of the three names, Trey was the best. I'm like, what? You know, you know, this is, this is like, are they intentionally <laughs> ranking you or like what's happening? Yeah, I, I, exactly. I, th I think what's happening is, uh, you know, with anything that's new or with anything that's like different and uh, that requires opinion, I think people's first, um, uh, reaction is to fall back to you know, what's current as opposed to what's new or what you're changing to, you know? Um, yeah. And it takes time for people to get used to the new name or the new whatever. Um, yeah. You know? Uh, uh, you're familiar with the, the poem, uh, The Road Less Traveled? Uh, I've heard of it, yeah. It, it ends with, uh, and I took... Uh, 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 and that took the road less traveled by, which has made all the difference. Mm. Okay, so it, it's a person who comes to a fork in the road, and one is uh, one of the roads is uh, less trodden. Like it appears that um, like uh, there are things that have grown on it, so not have not a lot of people have been passing through that uh, route. And then the other one is where most of the traffic goes. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. so he, he takes the road that's traveled by. Mm. Uh, but uh, what's interesting is that for me, when I read the poem, I assumed that and the, the poem ends with, uh, which has made all the difference. Okay, so I, I assumed like that's, uh, that choice mattered the most maybe in his life. Mm. Okay, but it turns out like when you study the, the meaning behind the poem is that uh, had he taken uh, either road, it would eventually lead to similar outcomes. Meaning, if you say like, uh, if I get if I get this job, uh, I live I live the happiest life uh, like uh, available to me. Uh, but whether you take the job or not, you end up with very similar circumstances. So it's not, like eventually it doesn't really matter which road you've taken hmm. okay. okay okay so going back to the naming i think uh, and like uh, this is a principle i use in, in life in general uh, 
many of us assume that there's only one best option and then other great options and then good options and bad options. Uh, but the truth is there are several equally good or equally great or equally best options. Mm. Like it doesn't matter whether you, you pick that one or that one. Mm. They'll both serve you really well. I see. Um, the same with writing. Like sometimes you say, what, how should I phrase this expression? But there are like 10 ways you can phrase it. And they're all really great. Mm -hmm. I see, I see. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I understand what you're saying. Now, Yanni, um, I know that at least at this point, the name is not the most important thing. Uh, yeah. Or it's not one of the most important things. But I also believe that a, a good name is a good name. It makes a difference. You know, I, I think uh, any, uh, at least this is how, uh, how I feel. If, if, I, if you're making a product, the product itself is the most important thing about the product. And then every and then everything else comes after, like um, your go to market strategy, your the way you uh, brand it, the way you um, sell the product, everything else comes secondary. But you have to focus on the product itself. Um, with that being said, I still feel that a name is important. A good name, I mean, is, is still quite important. Um, which is why I'm being anal about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, now That's okay. okay. Now, just to, just to wrap up this. And uh, sorry, what is the one base like? Where does the name come from? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, uh, the reason for the change from Tabla and Trade to one base is I wanted to go with a name that doesn't intimidate uh, potential customers um, uh, and that people don't have an issue pronouncing. Okay. Um, and I wanted the name to be in clear English, like clear English words. Um, now, where one base comes is um, I also want to give off this uh, uh, principle of simplicity. Uh, because that's sort of the approach we've taken with the design of the product. Um, we could have added a lot of um, like technological uh, or, or a lot of um, uh, technology into it, uh, as in, for example, uh, USB chargers and or wireless charging stuff like that. Uh, but we decided not to because we opted for the sim for simplicity in the product. Uh, okay. And I wanted the name to be simple. Now, one base is this idea that, okay, so this table comes with its own tray. Uh, and the way we uh, believe people will use it uh, is around the house and, uh, let's say, uh, in their living rooms. But they might also continue working using the tray, let's say, in bed or uh, somewhere else. But they will always come back to, or the, the tray at least, will always come back to, that base uh, the base okay. yeah so it's this idea that uh this table is made for everyday living um and uh, anything that you do around the around the apartment uh, you can use the table for uh, so it's one base for everything that you that you do uh in your apartment uh, okay so, so that's the idea for, uh, behind the name uh, okay nice yeah and i want to promise that we're not going to change from that name uh, but I can't make any guarantees. But here's what I'm going to say. I'm no longer actively looking for a 
another name, let's say. So okay. I'm I'm set with one base, uh, unless like a stroke of like a name that I cannot resist <laughs> makes me change it again. Um, yeah, but or unless you finish, you finalize the product. Uh, yeah, exactly. And you've covered like the most important part, and then you go to. Uh, like consider the name yeah exactly and and that's uh, that that's what i was about to say so uh the name will stick for sure uh very soon uh because um we're almost at the point where uh we're gonna uh be preparing the website for to take pre-orders um yeah and also working on the packaging which will obviously have the name of the product on the package um so at that point, we will no longer uh, be changing the name. Um, okay. So updates with the designers. Um, yeah. So the designers uh, were scheduled to come in uh, this past Saturday. Um, and they did. Uh, I was really impressed with uh, their level of uh, organization. Uh, everything was organized. Everything was neat. Um, they came, so the, the 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 plan was they would come in with two samples, one uh, one from uh, each manufacturer, and we would decide based on the samples which manufacturer to go with. Uh, okay. Also, we they came in so that uh, I I potentially keep one of the samples, uh, so that we can take photos of that sample and then prepare the uh, the web page for uh, pre-orders. Um, okay. So that was the plan. Uh, that didn't go according to we didn't go according to plan. Uh, they had to take both samples back with them, um, because the way they worked around. Uh, so we had comments for both uh, samples, and they were basically marking the table itself, like directly onto the table. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, both samples weren't uh, to the level of quality that we wanted them to be in. Uh, but so the designers mentioned that uh, this is normal and it usually takes uh, two to three samples before, uh, you know, we give the green light to the manufacturer to mass produce. Okay. Um, uh, but in terms of like, did you try to use the product? Uh, do you feel it actually matches uh, like the apprehensions that you had? What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so uh, obviously the, the, the initial intention of this product is to be used in your apartment. And I didn't get to do that with the samples because they took okay. them. Uh, they stayed uh, less than 24 hours in Kuwait. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so uh, I didn't get to use it in that context, but uh, I used it for about an hour. Uh, we were uh, working in uh, Karibu. Uh, we had okay. a, a meeting room booked and uh, we used the table there uh, we had some comments um, regarding the size um, the size is going to be changed a bit um, we also discussed potential uh, colors so this table is made of uh, uh, plywood and uh, powder coated uh, steel and so the powder-coated steel, we were deciding what colors to use. Uh, so they had samples with them as well. Uh, we checked that. Um, we also we were also making changes to the uh, steel uh, legs uh, of the table uh, because with the samples they uh, brought in, they were a bit heavy uh, because this, uh, the steel legs weren't hollow. 
Um, uh, so, so we're changing those to be hollow steel. Uh, and this also affects not just, uh, I mean, usability and carrying the stable around, uh, around the apartment, but also it will affect, you know, the, the weight of the package and, and logistics and, uh, you know, uh, warehousing and, and things like that. Uh, it affects backend yeah. as well. Um, okay. Interesting. Yeah, so that we're changing as well. And and I think that's about it in terms of, let's say, design changes. The rest is, uh, the rest are comments regarding, uh, you know, welding, um, uh, the powder coating, the quality of it itself, uh, the quality of the wood that's being used, you know, things like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, nice. And what's the timeline like for next visit or next iteration? So um, there won't be a, a next visit. Um, they are scheduled to meet with the um, like the uh, the manufacturer on Monday. Um, okay. To uh, uh, to discuss the uh, to discuss basically what we've discussed, so that they can prepare another sample. This other sample will be shipped this time. Um, okay. To Kuwait, yeah. Uh, but here's something that uh, we're considering doing. So I'm I'm gonna wait till this coming Monday, uh, because that's when they will also give me a timeline as to when the second sample uh, would come into Kuwait. Um, if that's a, if that's not within the next, let's say, three weeks, um, then Plan B is going to uh, Plan B will be. Um, to hire uh, what's called a photorealistic renderer. Um, and this is someone that basically makes a photorealistic render <laughs> of the product. Yeah. Uh, and we will use uh, rendered images on the website and, and start there uh, without waiting. Uh, okay. Yeah. Just so we don't uh, delay even more. Okay. Yeah. But if you hear like me, I was... Yeah, that's you, no? It's on my lap. Oh, that's not you. And no, no. <laughs> and, and the pairing was not me as well. In case, uh, like that is decided. <laughs> no, yeah, I just heard the yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so th- things are going according to plan, but not according the to schedule. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's you're going through the process. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I. Well, I, I guess so. Uh, but I, I like where things are headed in general. Uh, you know, just in, uh, thinking about this, you know, uh, taking a step back and, and looking at these past two years, I think, mm. I think we're finally, you know, we finally have a design that's act, that, that will actually work, you know. Um, so, mm. hopefully. Great. Excellent. Yep. yep. Uh, so, hopefully, ne- uh, next call in two weeks... Uh, I should should have uh, a juicier update as well. Yeah, hopefully. Okay. Hopefully. Um, I I was um, uh, like uh, reviewing our last uh, call today, uh, and I remembered that in the first uh, call I had said that like uh, I want to share numbers in terms of. like uh, subscribers to my email course and like just just giving the background details of uh, what I'm up to okay uh, but honestly like I didn't check on the numbers like I know I've reached uh, 
around 18 subscribers in total. Nice. Um, and I had uh, three ebook sales. Nice. And um, uh, three ebook sales and uh, uh, zero uh, the writing course. Mm. Okay. Okay. But uh, like, uh, I don't remember between like the first call and the second and the third, like what, what sort of the trajectory was, but uh, like this is the latest update, like up to now. This is what I've. Uh, these are my numbers. Okay. Um, and uh, so, uh, like I've not launched anything new, uh, but what I would like to do is to focus on, um, like uh, promoting, uh, primarily promoting the right the. Um, the email course, uh, but also what I want to launch. So um, the 23rd of September uh, would be like uh, on the day would be a uh, hundred days away from uh, the 1st of January. Mm. Okay. So a hundred days until the new year. Okay. Uh, and what I'd like to do is like to do a campaign to encourage people to work on something uh, they re- they really care about uh, for those 100 days. So instead of like uh, instead of working on new New Year's resolutions after the first of January, I want people to work on them uh, before the first of January. Mm. That way, like you go you go into the new year with a success. Nice. Uh, yeah. So what I'd like to do is like do a, a campaign like uh, encouraging people to sign up to the email course and. Uh, as part of that, they get invited to like a WhatsApp group where we hold each other accountable, and like I'd be checking in on them just to make sure that like uh, they're making progress and uh, they're addressing the obstacles that they're facing. Hmm. Okay, I li- I like yeah. the idea of uh, you know uh, leading up to New Year as opposed to starting on New Year. Post, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that you know creates a bit of uh, you know, uh, momentum. Uh, exactly, yes. A, and a change, you know, people are used to doing this. Uh, let's force them to do this. Uh, yeah, I can see that working. Um, yeah. That's nice. That's nice. Uh, actually, I did, I did that uh, uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, it worked well, but the thing is, like, uh, you, uh, the problem with New Year's resolutions is that a year is a really long time. And it's not clear when you say I have, uh, like, I resolve to do X, Y, and Z. Like, uh, will you do it uh, from the 1st of January until 31st of December, like, for the whole year? Or uh, will you, at least you achieve it by the first of uh, 31st of December? Yeah. Or, like, you know, yeah. it's not clear. It's, it's a bit vague. And, like, you can always present yourself with, uh, with excuses on, like, yeah, but I still have uh 12 months uh so like i can slack off a few days and then i have 11 months 10 months you know yeah uh so like sometimes if you fall off the proverbial bandwagon like you may just end up on the ground mm. so like you really have you need to have a process of picking yourself back up um but uh, but the thing is so I, i'm trying to do the coaching like 
as a way of get, giving advice, like not just um, like uh, I don't want people just going through the email course. I want them to feel like they can connect with other people or they can ask for advice whenever they, they feel like they need something. Uh, one of the things that I noticed is that uh, some people within the email course, they're struggling with something that I've not covered yet, but it's going to come up for them in like a couple of weeks. So I feel like, no, I want to mention it, at least to let them know of the idea so they can start working on it before that email arrives, you know, mm. like to make it the most relevant to them. And I think like with the, um, like uh, coaching, I think that that can uh, uh, like work well together, like an email course as daily reminders and the ability to uh, connect with others and like uh, get advice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's like on the sort of productivity side. Um, and then the, the other campaign I'd, I'd like to launch is um, it's called You Have Seven Minutes. Uh, and the reason for like, uh, what does it mean? It's um, I'm a huge fan of the idea of mini habits and like working, uh, trying to incorporate habits in your life that don't feel intimidating. But when you do them, you feel a sense of success. And sometimes they can lead you to do things that are much bigger than that mini habit. Mm. So, for example, uh, a mini habit can be writing 50 words a day. So if you feel intimidated by writing, you think to yourself, 50, day, uh, 50 uh, words isn't that much. I'll just write them quickly. And then uh, because you showed up, because you got into the flow of it, you're able to actually... Um, write a lot more mm. okay mm. so uh, the, the seven you have seven minutes is like um, a challenge for you to do seven habits uh, within seven minutes related to the seven uh, life areas that uh, like I, I mentioned when it comes to life balance so in terms of spiritual intellectual psychological social professional recreational and physical and for each one of them, you can actually, for each life area, you can make progress in under a minute. You don't need that much time. Mm. And by doing like this seven-minute seven, seven minute challenge, you feel like you've gained some sense of like, like a bit of control when it comes to these different areas. At least you feel like you're, you're making some progress. Mm. Is, um, and then and then you build on top of that okay okay is, is this coming from an observation like it seems like with with that uh format uh what you're basically saying is that most people overcomplicate uh productivity um whereas it's just a series of small wins that lead up to you being more productive is, is that what it is this is for the, you mean the seven minutes? Yeah, the seven. Yeah, the or? seven minute one. Uh, it's mostly um, uh, like it's trying to address overcomplication mm. um, and the sense of uh, like not having enough time. Mm. Uh, and uh, uh, because I I started doing this myself, the the seven minute minute uh, challenge, um, and uh, what I noticed is that after doing it, I I end up realizing that I have more time than I think. Like, uh, I used to say to myself, like, I don't have time to exercise. Uh, but when I just do 
walk push-ups, I feel better about myself. And then uh, I feel like, no, I can do a lot more. I can dedicate more time for this. Mm. Uh, even when it comes to reading. Like if you say, uh, for example, a, a one-minute, uh, like uh, you can advance your intellectual life area uh, in one minute by just looking up the definition of a word, okay? Or by just reading um, half a page, let's say, mm. okay? Mm -hmm. But uh, when you end up reading, you say to yourself, I actually, no, I can read more than half a, half a page. So, like, it's up to any person. You don't have to stick to the seven minutes, but uh, you, you have to dedicate some time for each life area. And you, what may end up happening is you say, actually, I have half a half a half an hour to spare, and I'm gonna spend it, uh, gonna spend 15 minutes reading. Or you say, actually, I don't need to do one minute of exercise. I can do 15 minutes of exercise. Uh, but the, the point of it, so like, there's a combination uh, of uh, uh, two strategies. Uh, one is the mini habits. You, you do something very small. Uh, but that can build up to bigger things. Uh, uh, and another strategy, which is uh, habit uh, stacking or habit bundling. So uh, instead of thinking that you have uh, different habits that you want to develop scattered across your day, you say to yourself, I'm actually going to do all of them at once. So by the end of it, you feel like you've accomplished a lot more. And you don't need to like um, uh, sort of... Um, uh, like keep track of different different times or you know like uh, not to lose track of the habits that you want to actually develop mm. Mm. okay interesting hmm. uh, I, I want to jump back into um, what you were mentioning about uh, when you started off with the, the numbers your current numbers uh, for the different yeah. products that you have out there um, uh, I I I'm reminded of uh, the early days of uh, Mirror Lake, believe it or not. So the laundry startup that I had uh, started five yeah. years ago and then exited. Um, and where I'm drawing the comparison is in, uh, I think, uh, you know, one misconception is we we believe that a great product uh, will sell itself um, when it actually doesn't. And, and I think this is coming yes. from, you know, we hear this repeatedly that uh, a great product is the best type of marketing. Uh, and it's, yeah. it's true, but, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't market a, a great product or that a great product doesn't need marketing, you know? Um, yes. uh, and, and the reason I mentioned this is when, when we started Mirror Lake, we actually messed up the maths. Like we messed up our numbers, <laughs> believe it or oh. not. So we messed it up to the point where basically uh, we were washing people's clothes at about 170 fills per item on average. That's a ridiculously okay. low price. You know what I mean? And ah, okay. yeah, it's because we messed up our numbers and we didn't realize it till like a couple of months later that we we're washing people's clothes at an average of 170 fills, you know? Uh, and within those first let's say three months before we changed the price or any, uh, intervened we didn't see like we didn't see a huge response 
even though we were providing a really good, you know, uh, a really good value to potential customers, we didn't get a lot of customers. Later on, we changed yeah. we changed the pricing so that the average isn't 170 fills. But then we actually marketed the the product, and we did end up getting more customers. You know, so yeah, we had a great product at a ridiculously great value. You know, uh, yeah. unintentionally, and we still didn't get a lot of customers. So I think I think that's you know uh, something that might be happening. Uh, with the three products that you have out there now, it's it's a great product, but it's as imp- uh, as important as the product itself. You need to sort of market it. You know, uh, how is it yes. going to appeal to people? How is it going to reach people? Uh, yeah, and uh, uh, this is a, an excellent point. And uh, from my experience, uh, whenever I don't talk about the product. Um, and, and right now, I'm focusing my attention mostly on the email course. Mm-hmm. Whenever I don't talk about it, usually I don't get sales. Uh, when I post about it on Twitter or on Insta Story, uh, I get at least one sale. Mm. So, um, like, uh, uh, it does need uh, a bit of a push. I was happy, like, the, the last um, subscriber was from the same. Um, a startup as someone who had joined previously mm. like a week ago okay uh, so it kind of means that maybe there's a word of mouth uh, at play mm-hmm. um, and which is uh, like really interesting um, and I, I keep getting testimonials from subscribers um, that like uh, it's it's uh, helped them stay more committed or uh, like uh, they're familiar with the ideas but it allowed them to gain more clarity, that kind of thing. Mm. So getting these sorts of testimonials uh, will help me like, uh, promote it further. Uh, like, uh, it will help with the marketing, mm-hmm. but the marketing is needed, definitely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but uh, I think this is talked about uh, uh, a lot, uh, is that people trust other people's recommendation as opposed to the recommendation of the person that's actually doing the selling um, yes yeah so things like testimonials is uh, i think uh, is is a very powerful uh, way to market a product but also uh, and i mean i i know there are millions and millions of ways of you know uh, strategies and tactics and things like that um but uh, maybe think about how like how can you push that uh, current uh, customer to actually talk about and recommend the course. Um, yes. Yeah, things like that. Just just to give them yeah. that nudge, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I definitely agree. Like, uh, uh, one of the things that I was really excited about, regardless of, like, what the outcomes would be for, for these products, uh, I wanted to ga- gain uh, first-hand experience with the things I've been learning and reading about. So in terms of product launches, in terms of uh, marketing, promotion, growth hacking, whatever it may be, I wanted to get numbers for myself. And I feel like with this experience, I am uh, getting that. Uh, so uh, it's really interesting. Nice. Uh, like the things that work and things that don't work both excite me because I feel like I'm actually learning 
uh, through the process. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, can you talk a bit about the like the back end? So I know with the email course you've used uh, ConvertKit to set uh, everything up, uh, and I know that with the email course I believe you're manually sending people the payment link. Uh, is that is that true? Is uh, that correct? So I have a, a WordPress website. Okay. And then I'm using uh, Tap Payment. I'm using uh, Go Collect, which is an app provided by Tap Payments. Okay. Uh, to create product links. Uh, sorry, payment links. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, and those payment links I've added uh, to the website. When somebody clicks on the link and makes the payment, I receive an email. And when I receive the email, I add them manually to ConvertKit. Mm, okay. So it's the other way around. Okay. Okay. So, the, so okay. So right now, the setup is uh, WordPress, uh, tap payment link, and ConvertKit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think that, that actually works better. Like, I'm, I'm trying to put myself in the customer's point of view. Like, I just paid for something. The best case scenario is that I have instant access. Um, but because this is an email course, um, any, once they, like, uh, or even before they complete payment, uh, I guess if there's a note that you should be receiving, like, you, uh, you should be receiving your first email within 24 hours or we'll get started in, like, tomorrow or something like that. Uh, uh, that's included, and I've okay. made it into a joke. So I said, ah. uh, please, please allow for a few hours uh, uh, for me to add you to the email uh, list. Uh, and if I'm sleeping, please allow for more hours. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So something like that. Yeah. Um, and and yeah. Okay. Okay. And and you know this is what's so funny about uh, product launches. Like sometimes. Uh, you really complicate the process and you think uh, uh, everything has to be perfect. Mm. What would people think if I don't have this, if this is this works that way? But even the weaknesses, you can turn them into strengths mm. because like, it's an opportunity to be funny or it's an opportunity to connect uh, with your customers. And like, I just think the most of it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, that's, that's uh, and you turned a... Um, you turned it into an opportunity to like yes. s- uh, slide in the the type of voice that people would uh, should expect out of the emails they are about to receive. Uh, yes, which, which, exactly. yeah, which is really nice. And yeah, as, as uh, like you said, um, we believe that everything needs to be you know automated and and slick from day one, and and it, it shouldn't be. And and by the way, I'm saying this to myself as well <laughs> because. I'm, I'm that type of person. If, if I were, if I were in your place and I'm I'm launching this course, I would have probably spent countless and countless hours figuring out how to automate it before clicking publish. Um, yeah. So, uh, no kudos. Yeah, it's 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 beautiful that you've you've done it that way. Um, okay. So uh, and 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 wh- what about anything like has ConvertKit held up nicely so far? Did you face any technical issues there? Uh, it, no, it's working well. Uh, I did have an issue with um, uh, some emails. Uh, some emails appear in the primary inbox for Gmail users, mm. and then other emails are uh, end up in either spam 
or the promotions tab. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, like I've seen it with a few subscribers, so I'm not sure what the problem is exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I, 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 I suspected that some of the emails may have had words that uh, Gmail identified as spam, like saying free, for example, mm. uh, that may have triggered like the spam uh, filter. Mm. Uh, that, is, uh, that I need to look into. Mm. Uh, but like for the people that did raise it as an issue, I just like resolved it, resolved it by explaining to them where uh, to find the email. Mm. Um, another issue is uh, what like I would love to see on ConvertKit is the ability to pause a subscription. Uh, and because uh, I've had this issue with the one subscriber, like he he, uh, he was traveling and he wanted to pause the the sequence and he was, I think, uh, he had completed two weeks and there's no way of me pausing his subscription mm. and if I pause it or if I remove him from the list, that means adding him again would uh, bring him back to the first uh, first day. Mm. So uh, what I did is I copied the entire sequence, uh, like I duplicated the sequence uh, and then removed the first two weeks. So when I add him to that new sequence, he starts on week three, which mm. is like a workaround. It's not, uh, it's not ideal, mm. uh, but it works. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, uh, two things about that. Um, uh, uh, first of all, do you, um, is everybody receiving the same email, uh, or are people at different uh, going at different speeds, or are, are at different um, uh, points through the? Uh, yeah, different points. Ah, different so points. whenever you okay. sign up, you receive like it's actually a sequence of of emails. Mm. You have to. Re- read the first one then the second and mm. and for each person they like i mean for each week there's a theme so if you sign up today uh you'd be receiving the week one mm-hmm. and then other people are like uh, uh the first subscribers are on week six right now mm. gotcha gotcha okay um yeah so that would uh, my workaround was going to be um to use tags um uh, and uh, have it in the footer of every single email that goes out. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to get into that just because, okay, it's not going to work in this scenario. Um, but the other thing I, I'm going to say is you can, I think there's um, somewhere on ConvertKit uh, where you can request uh, product features. Uh, and I think you can upvote and things like, like they have, they have a place where, Ah, okay. Customers can. Yeah. They have like a public uh, product plan. Yeah, basically. Roadmap. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's that's uh, that's it. And and you can like vote uh, on uh, and they actually prioritize like if something gets uh, upvoted a lot, they they prioritize it and things like that. Um, okay. Yeah, I've 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 tried a couple of times to like uh, mention the the founder of ConvertKit, Nathan Barry, on on Twitter, and be like, hey. Any any chance you'd add a convert a, a Webflow integration? So, so I'm I'm trying to push for that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is this on the roadmap or you've not? Seen I it? actually did, he he did send like a public uh, like a public uh, an update to the public roadmap, 
and I checked it out. It's very long. It's a very long uh, product roadmap. But like, it, uh, that integration is not in the first, let's say, 10 to 20. And then I just stopped scrolling. Oh. So <laughs> I'm trying to push. Because, okay, so this is kind of weird to, to say uh, the way I'm about to say it. But I know that the founder of ConvertKit is friends with the founder of Webflow. Just because I follow, okay, just be- I'm not a weirdo, but just because I follow both on uh, Twitter and like, uh, like they've, they've had uh, threads where they've talked to each other and it showed up on my timeline. So I know they know each other, you know, <laughs> you know, I just have okay, to. Okay, but uh, uh, no, in that case, you should tag the founder of Webflow so he can push ConvertKit for the integration. Yeah, so, so, so the one that I got a response, so, okay, I've only done this twice where I've, you know, uh, mentioned, tag yeah, them. I tagged them. Or, yeah. Uh, the one time that, that I did get a response was when I tagged Webflow, not the founder, but Webflow uh, on Twitter and then tagged uh, ConvertKit. Uh, and I think I got a response from uh, Webflow uh, saying, uh, you know, it didn't sound too generic, but they said something along the lines of, you know, uh, uh, that's definitely something we we have our eyes on, or something like that. We have sites on. Uh, let's make yeah, yeah. let's make it happen. Or, or actually, no, actually, yeah. The response was something like, they tagged uh, Nathan uh, from ConvertKit, and they said, "Let's make it happen." It was like an exclamation mark. I was like, "Oh, great! Okay, yeah. yeah, yes, you should make it happen." But, anyways, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah. If 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 you're trying to, uh, I think that's a a great use case. Uh, and I think many people are using, um, uh, you know, automated sequences and, and ConvertKit uh, to set up email courses. Uh, yeah. And 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 pausing a, a pausing an email course would be excellent. Like if I'm going on vacation for let's say a month, uh, I'd like to pause the emails. I don't want to come back to you know four emails if it's a weekly. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you can check the public uh, roadmap if anything is there and like try, okay, yeah, I will. try to Thank upvote you. it. Um, yeah. That's re- regarding other. Um, you you were you you said something uh, before that about uh, ConvertKit. What was it? You said there were two things. Ah. Uh, one is pausing. The other one is uh, deliverability. Oh yeah, deliverability. Yeah. Uh, I want to comment on that just because. Uh, Again, that's something that I obsessed over uh, a couple of years ago. I was uh, using MailChimp and then I switched to ConvertKit because supposedly on ConvertKit, deliverability is better. Um, and, and, and once I got into it, it's, it's, it's really deep. Like trying to get your email to go to people's inboxes as opposed to spam, as opposed to junk, as opposed to, you know, primary, as opposed to social, you know, tagged in uh, different uh, parts of people's inboxes there's a lot that you can do a lot that you can do um oh. you know yeah but uh, there, you know you, you need to go into your uh, uh websites uh, uh you know domain host and then add a few lines into you know i don't know some some text fields and things like that uh, and that oh interesting yeah and, and that helps a bit then you another thing you can do is you can um uh, uh, I, th- I think uh, Im- improve your uh, emails reputation, you, the, the sending emails reputation uh, by telling Google that, hey, this is me and I'm sending through this, using this domain and using this email. 
so that because the majority of people are using gmail let's say uh, and that oh, at least okay. takes care of gmail you can do that and um so then there are things like uh convertkit i know specifically recommends pruning your email list uh which basically means that uh, you go in and you delete cold subscribers so that's yeah. anybody that hasn't opened uh, yeah yeah, I'm not at that stage right now. Yeah, yeah, you can but... get you can get crazy about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll work on that as the time arises. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah. Okay, no, but thank you for the tips. Yeah, no problem. Okay, uh, uh, plans for the two weeks ahead. By the way, we've completed five weeks. Okay. Of. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I think, yeah. I, I'm glad. Uh, uh, I remember last uh, season when you mentioned that, hey, by the way, we're six weeks in, and I was like, wow, okay, I didn't accomplish yeah. anything. Uh, I, th- I think I speak on uh, behalf of both of us. I think we've accomplished a lot more, so I'm happy where I'm at. Um, yes. I did uh, manage to uh, publish that uh, short guide um, last weekend. Uh, and I got uh, decent responses. Uh, clarity was an issue, and a wrap-up at the very end was an issue. And so I got the feedback that uh, I wanted by publishing this short section of the eventual big guide. Uh, yeah. So I'm trying to incorporate that into it. Uh, and so I've said... And that's excellent, because that, that was something that... Uh... You are stuck on yeah. for a long time, yeah. so it's nice. Exactly, and and and, and it worked like magic. Uh, just publishing that short guide, uh, you know, gave me that boost, uh, and I'm actually really, really close to finishing up the full guide, the full thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. uh, uh, the full guide is uh, has two placeholders left, uh, where I need to fill in um, and write write it out. Uh, and I've edited it three times already. So it's really going great. Hopefully, hopefully, I'm setting myself a hard deadline of end of this month to publish that full guide. So in two weeks' time. Um, so that's my plan for the next great. two weeks. Um, and then, yeah, just getting an update from the manufacturer for uh, uh, OneBase. And uh, once I get that update, uh, I'll know how to move forward. Okay, yeah. great. What about you? Um, so yeah, I'm gonna be launching the um, uh, campaigns for like the 100 day challenge and the uh, seven minutes a day challenge. Okay. Um, and uh, the other thing, um, so uh, habit wise, I started. Um, uh, 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 so I read the book Mini Habits for Weight Loss specifically, um, and uh, like I found it really interesting, and I applied the tips uh, like for the past week uh, and basically I'm aiming not like I'm not following a diet as such I'm just trying to eat real food so staying away from processed food mm. uh, that's the primary target and uh, the book mentions a few tips that I found uh, really interesting uh, one thing for example not to use uh, artificial sweeteners and that's something that like I, I've been doing for a really long time. So I stopped uh, using those. Uh, and then um, the, uh, like uh, not to think of diet as 
uh, guilt or deprivation. Uh, so, uh, like, I'm not restricting from myself from anything, even if it's processed food, even if it's uh, junk food, uh, but to find strategies to, uh, like, reduce the craving. So, uh, like, I can't, if, if I crave a burger, I will eat the burger, but first I'll drink a glass of water and eat a salad. Mm. You know, Interesting. Like you put you put things between you uh, and um, like the bad craving that you, you have. Uh, and uh, but you're not saying to yourself, you can't have it. Mm. So I think that's like a healthier attitude, uh, especially since like uh, usually when I eat junk food, it's because of emotional eating. And I don't like to feel like I'm deprived of, of something or like restricted. Uh, so having that approach, I think might be a better one. Mm. Uh, but uh, I have to see like whether I'll commit to it or not. Mm. It's an interesting, it's, a, it's an interesting change just because I think most people are on this, like if they're dieting, they're on basically deprivation for uh, the full week. And then, you know, they have their cheat meal or cheat day and then they go crazy. And then they go back to, being deprived for the for the full week yeah so yeah yeah so what you're what you're suggesting is the exact opposite that's actually interesting let, let, let me know how that goes yeah I'm interested. Uh, i've only completed uh, one week okay uh, so okay i'll see how that goes in the next couple of weeks sweet sweet sounds good okay sounds good Great. okay nice talking to you and uh, we'll speak soon yep talk soon see you take care bye 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 if you found this episode useful, we would highly appreciate it if you can spread the word and share the love. And if you're inspired to start your own 12 weeks, find yourself an accountability partner and don't delay this any further. Aim for progress, not perfection. It's time to apply what you know to make the changes you want to see in your life. That's it from us for this week. See you next week.